of rabbit ears and today is a little bit different than normal oh hi a hundred episodes that's a lot during the course of which george elaine kramer and i have had many experiences both positive and negative well mostly negative there have been some relationships that haven't worked out ambitions that were unfulfilled hopes dashed some property damage, hurt feelings. I know one guy got deported. Physical injury and, all right, maybe even a death or two. But we persevere because we're people, real TV people. And for 30 minutes a week, that's pretty important to us. So if you're joining us late, here's some highlights from what's happened so far. <laughs> Dude, okay, so I'll be 100% honest with you, because I'm very much in the same boat as you. I started my podcast in June. Before that, I literally only signed up for Twitter, because Wesley was doing, last March, he was doing the 90s Tune Tournament, and I wanted to vote and be able to, like, participate in it, so I signed up for Twitter to be able to do that. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) So, and then, like, I made friends with all the different people whose podcasts I would listen to. People are so responsive and so nice and welcoming, and it's a really, it's a community that does not reflect the news version of what you get of humanity. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. It's, uh, it's, and even, I think Wesley also had reached out at some point just to be like, oh, hey, I'm, you know, starting this new site, da-da-da, and even then, it was just so friendly. That's, I think, why it's so easy to connect with people in this world, because you can just 
nerd out and just be normal people and you don't have to worry about whatever shit's going on in the world. (laughs) Exactly. People are so nice. And maybe it's just because we're all in a safe zone and we all feel welcome and inclusive and it just kind of keeps that positive momentum going forward. But whatever it is, it's, it's really been the highlight of my 2017 is all of the friendships and the interactions and stuff like that that I've had in the Twitter sphere. And I, honestly, before I signed up for Twitter, I was like, I'm never going to get Twitter. That's <laughs> stupid social media. Blah. Like I was bashing it hardcore. I do the same thing with Snapchat and all that shit. So I, I'm <laughs> sorry, Snapchat. I'll probably be your best friend in 2018, but yeah. I just, I love it. Yeah, so no. shout out to everybody listening to the two of us gush about Twitter. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we love you, Hurts. Twitter. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. yeah. Thanks for having us on, Ash. And thanks for being so supportive. You're one of the most supportive people uh, for any of our shows, too. It makes it easy to 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 be around you. And your your kind words help uh, us podcasters out all the time. Well, I feel absolutely. the same way about you guys. Well, well said, Chris. Absolutely. Spot on. Aww. We're going to go ahead and do a worldwide circle jerk. I'm throwing it to Australia. Australia throws it to Bakersfield. <laughs> Bakersfield throws it back to North Carolina. There we go. <laughs> I feel like I'm Jess, and these are all my podcast buddies. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, because I'm a, there's it's a little bit of a man's world out there in the podcast world, mm-hmm. but everybody I'm getting to see all of the stuff that's like kind of buried beneath. Like guys, like Nick tells me that he loves Glee, and he and I troll people back and forth and talk about how much it makes us cry. Nick, do you want to tell the people where they can hear your lovely dulcet tones in places other than this podcast? The William McKinley Finn Glee Hudson, Club uh, Memorial Auditorium. That's not something that you would think <laughs> looking at a you know big burly guy like Nick, and it just makes me so happy that I get to see these different aspects of everybody's personality and get to be a part of it. So let's let's play this game then, since you've okay. said that. So you're Jess, clearly. Yep. So who is your actual Nick Miller? If you uh, if, if you could pick a podcast buddy, who is your Nick Miller? Okay, so I have two answers. Okay. Because one, I assigned it before I met the other person, but he still holds true. So one of them is Wesley. Okay. Because Wesley at Via VHS is very much that, you know, kind of... Curmudgeonly, but also yeah. well-meaning. But the other one is, and he's going to hate me for saying it because he hates the show, but Dan Brennick... And his irrational anger over at Netflix and Swill and his awkwardness around girls. He is so Nick Miller. And it's perfect because he and, Je- he and uh, Nick are buddies and Nick is a total Schmidt. I even love the theme. At least it was here by a band I've never heard of called The 88. So I usually watch the show or every show with subtitles because I have hearing issues. I didn't. I thought when I first heard the song that it was about suicide. Oh, and really? because it was like hate it well because i thought the lyrics were different oh okay so it's like give me some rope uh give me the hope to run out of steam and stuff like that and i was like oh wait what was it give me some rope i thought it was tie it to a tree give me the hope to run out of steam and i was like oh damn that is not the lyrics and it's not about suicide or killing yourself because you're in a shitty community college which is what i thought it was oh it's such a nice little do-do-do-do song i never i don't even know yeah. if i know the words yeah but that give me some rope Tie it to dream, give me the hope to run out of steam. Somebody said that we could be here, we could be roped up, tied up, dead in a year. Oh, 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 the reason I should stay. Like that. 
There we I'm go. gonna edit all that out. I no, just sing that for you. Tick, that's not fucking tick, saying that's in the show. Ashley singing done for this episode of Rabbit Ears. Nope. <laughs> My favorite is the song, so I saved them for last. All right, the big songs, obviously, "Candle in the Wind." Uh, can't nobody hold me down with P Diddy and Mace. <laughs> and it seems to me you live your life like a candle. Candle in the wind. Uh, Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. That shit was amazing. And then my two favorites from that year, Mbop by Hanson and Wannabe by Spice Girls. Uh, well, I'll tell you what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> I want to sing Spice really, Girls really want, all day. Really, really want. <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to. I want to really, really, really want to sing a zig ah. I know, the, I know every <laughs> single word to that song, P.S., including the rap verse. Is it a rap verse? Mm. We'll say it is. One oh, thing that I found funny. A to Z. <laughs> you want to get now. with me? You got to listen carefully. You got M in the place. He <laughs> likes it in your face. You got G like MC who likes it. Easy P doesn't come for free. She's a real lady. As for me, hi, you'll see. Slam your body down and wind it all around. You guys are supposed Slam to sing that part. Slam your body down and wind it all around. <laughs> it is time to take a look back at 1991. Not only is it the year of Salute Your Shorts and Camp Onawana awesomeness, but we also had some other fantastic things that happened that year. So, this is going to take you back, Carlos. You ready for your nostalgia? First grade Carlos is totally ready. The number one song of the year was Everything I Do, I Do It For You by Brian Adams. I actually fucking hate that song so much. It's like a middle school dance song for yeah. sure, right? Yeah. I, it, I, um, is it, everything I do... I, I do, do it, it for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's like the ultimate like wedding dance song, too. Um, <laughs> Some other fucking songs. Okay, so this song, this is embarrassing, was the audition song for when I was trying out to be a cheerleader in middle school. It was CNC Music Factory, uh, Gonna Make You Sweat, a.k.a. Everybody Dance Now. Oh, come Oh, man. <laughs> every, they basically use that as, in every montage from like 1998, 19 whatever year, 91 to like 97. Oh, yeah. It was used in every montage. Yeah. That was, and then Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh, man. Is this, <laughs> was this pre or post uh, Marky Mark going to jail? Mark Wahlberg going to jail? Uh, it was pre going to jail, post the Calvin Klein ad. Okay. Yeah. See, we, I don't know how, but I remember like more weird things about Mark Wahlberg's life than anybody else's. Mark Wahlberg is just one of those guys that every fucking 10 years he like reinvents himself in a way that is making him still relevant and still hilarious. Because, yeah, now I think about him as, like, this super calm guy who basically walks around and always has a goddamn water bottle in his hand. That's yeah. That's pretty much all I can see and now, every time I think of Mark Wahlberg. But Marky Mark and, and the lo- Funky Bunch I- is probably the best band name ever. Feeling that vibration. It's such a good vibration. Ooh, it's just a sweet, sweet sensation. sensation. Oh, yeah, we got this. Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to have to... Li- <laughs> I Literally, what I'm going to do is for every fucking... Look back for this whole season. I'm going to make a playlist of all the number one hits and just like put it on Spotify and rock out because it's going to make Dude, me so happy. Let me know when that list is available. <laughs> I'll be following it. Um, the next one was Rush Rush by Paula Abdul. I love Paula Abdul so much. Ooh, yeah. Rush, yeah. rush. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Wait for me. Come for me. Oh, yeah. Straight Up Now Tell Me is uh, still obviously my favorite. Straight uh, straight, up and Opposites Attract. 
Oh yeah, is that the, was the cat? The, yes. the cat video? Yeah. MC Scat Cat. Yeah. MC Scat Cat video. I remember that one. That's the only way I remember that video. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then Black or White by Michael Jackson was the last one that was big that year. Nice. Definitely remember that video being How over could the you top. Not? That was, was that the like one where the we smashed? Introduction of CGI, basically, with all the was transforming we... faces. Macaulay Culkin and smashing the windshield and shit like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So some big deaths we had this year. Honestly, these these all three of these kind of hurt me in the heart a little bit. So that year we lost Doctor Seuss, Red Fox, which you guys might know from Sanford and Son, and Freddie Motherfucking Mercury. Like that hurt. That was the year AIDS got him. That was the year AIDS got him. God bless him. Um, yeah, damn. You say you love Pee Wee Herman, so other 91 events, we had Jeffrey Dahmer get arrested, Paul Rubens was caught jerking it in the movie theater. <laughs> I remember, I told, this is, right, I gotta talk about this, I remember <laughs> hearing about this back in the day, and like, just like, flabbergasted, like, seeing it in the newspaper, and how like, they tarnished him, and then you grow up as an adult, and you look back, like, he was in a porn theater, jerking off, yes, it's not, it may not be ethical in the porn theater, but you should expect it to happen. So they made it seem like he was jerking off like at, at like a PG movie in front of kids or something like that. It's like, <laughs> like come on, man. Like he was jerking off at uh, New York Minute with the Olsen twins. Yeah, it's like they, they ruined this guy's career over, you know, get someone looking happened to look over and like, that's P.B. Herman. And he kicks <laughs> out. And it's like now, like it, it took him, what, like eight to ten years before he was in Dunstan Checks In. It was like the first thing he was in after, after Pee Wee. Oh, so. wow. I love Dunstan Checks In. Nice. Yeah, yeah, he rocked out Dunstan, and then I think he was in Blow. Like, well, a, no, like he a was year in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Was that nine? No, it was nineteen ninety two. Oh I think. yeah, he was one of the vampires in the yeah. movie. He was Good the one call. that took forever to die. This is like a year after, but this might have been filmed before he was caught beating his it meat. It could have been, but I think it was a sl- it was definitely a slow, slow trickle for him to get back oh, in yeah. after being so iconic and huge in the early 90s and then just to fall off like that. So, yeah, when I heard about that, and like most moms and dads were like, you're not watching this anymore because this happened. And you're like, oh, I still watch the shit out of the movie, so don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, leave the guy alone. What guy doesn't yeah. beat his meat? Leave him alone. Especially exactly. if you're going to a point... First of all, though, I do have to pass judgment on somebody going to an actual theater to watch porn. I know the internet. But actually, the internet that year. It's pre, let's, it's pre-internet, Let's go ahead right? and talk about this. The internet was made available that year for unrestricted commercial use, and the computers on the internet reached one million. So, he could have, but it would have been dial-up. It would have taken eight hours to download a picture of anything. So true. That's why he's beaten it in the theater, I guess. Just I to mean, give you guys maybe- perspective. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what it is. God damn Let's it. give the guy a break. <laughs> just, just let him live his life. <laughs> All right, so now that we've... Bradley, are you ready to take a journey back to 1999? It's almost 20 years ago. Um, other current events that year, the Pokemon epidemic was a thing, for those of you who like Pokemon. Matthew McConaughey yep. was arrested for playing bongos naked in his own home. Was that 99? <laughs> it was 99. And also, it was the year that Fabio got hit in the face of the goose while on an inaugural ride yes. on a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Fabio. <laughs> Those current events made me laugh so hard. For those of you who haven't seen I think it's on YouTube. You can see the video of Fabio getting hit in the face of the goose. Yeah, yeah. Poor dude. He, he was the most beautiful man in the, in the cosmos. <laughs> All right, this is my favorite Wait, part. What? Actually, you know what? I'm going to get dark first. You want to get dark? Sure. Because the fucking like, current events or shit that happened in 1999 is 
It's a, it's intense. So we'll do the light stuff out of the way. The whole like fucking pop music explosion shit happened where Britney and Christina came out, and then it was NSYNC and Backstreet Boys in 98 Degrees. The euro was introduced as a currency. The F5 tornado hits Oklahoma City. The Category 4 Hurricane Floyd hits North Carolina. Uh, Clinton was impeached and then acquitted. Dr. Kevorkian was sentenced. The Columbine shooting happened. What? That was 1999? Y2- yes, and then Y2K panic happened. I, I could have sworn that happened was like mid-90s. I don't know why. Nope, it was 99, so that was a fucking intense year. That is a, that's a very intense year. That's a lot, right? Also, MySpace, Napster, and Bluetooth were introduced. I mean, one of those is still around and used. <laughs> yeah, the other two. God, no. <laughs> You're such no, a complex uh, but, individual. Like you, you sit, aren't I? And that's the thing. And that's what Golden Girls teaches you. You don't have to be any <laughs> one thing. Ha <laughs> So, uh, Golden Girls teaches you, you, you can be whoever you want to be and be comfortable with that. The thing about Blanche that makes her so great is that she was not um she was not ashamed of herself at all. No. She owned it. And so Yep. Uh like she owned it and just like, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I like to do with my life and she's an extremely successful woman and uh, she uh, you know, so she was she was she had it going on and she just liked the company of of men. And yeah. sometimes Multiple men, multiple men a day. <laughs> you know what? So if that... you're gonna be that free with your body, as long as you're honest and open and don't try to like you know shame yourself or like you know do anything un I guess untruthful with it, I I feel like the way that she did it is the only way to do it in a way where you can still have some kind of respect for the person. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't sense? pretend. She ne- yeah, absolutely. She never pretended that she was like some snow angel. You know, nope. <laughs> that like, nah, she owned it. And that was what made her great, too. All so of these ladies I, keep it I, real, though. Like, none of them absolutely pretend to be anything that they're not. And that's, I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons to take from this show. If you're going to, you know, do the whole sitcom, take a lesson from a show thing, then that's it. Like, know who you are and don't apologize for it. Absolutely. And they fucking. Absolutely. That's why I love these women, because they're just proud of who they are. They don't kind of waver or falter from their own personal moral guidelines and they just figure out a way to make it work. And it's fucking cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I love these, these ladies girls. rule. This is this is might be where we uh we might separate okay. at this point. I'm going with Dina. I went with Dina. That's okay. She you know You're for a me boy, as a I'm kid, a girl. It makes sense. Well, as a kid, like, yeah, because, like, okay, my examples is the way she treated Donkey Loops all the time. She's always just a huge bitch to Donkey Loops. Like, I know if you're not interested, you could tell a guy to, you know, you're not interested. But the way she would, like, turn down Donkey Loops would be a little over the top. So, I'm like, ah, oh, that's kind of mean. And as a as a younger, chubbier kid, I was like, oh, man, poor Donkey Loops. And then uh, she was just her elite attitude because she's from New York. And so her parents were rich. And so she would always look at the situations or whatever thing they're about to do and be like, oh, well, back home we would do this or we i wouldn't do anything like this and just that kind of attitude i was like ah oh, man i want if i'm gonna hang out with somebody i want somebody who's gonna do everything not you know constantly find excuses to why not but like you said she she had her she had her ways here's here's my defense of dina are you ready i'm ready she's 13 she's trying so hard to be cool and she's fucking it up big time she's gonna regret it all later on in life 
I did stupid things when I was a kid trying to be cool. Like, I'm going to throw this out there. Chuck, if you're listening from first grade, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shout out, Chuck. Shout out, Chuck. He made me this really sweet picture and handed it to me on the playground because he said he liked me. And I fucking threw it down on the ground and I crumpled it up and I felt like a fucking jackass for it because I wanted to look cool. And it was a really dickheaded thing to do and I've regretted it ever since. Did uh. Alexander, you did the same fucking thing to Donkey Lips. I know what you're going through, trying to pretend to be cool. You're a fucking dick, and you regretted it forever. Chuck, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm so if that's sorry. The, if, I, if that's Dina's story matching up with yours, then I can forgive her because like that's I feel like that's what's coming Dina. off. Yeah, that's I feel how like that's I relate what's... to Dina. And she tried so hard to look cool for everybody else, and she came off as a fucking dick. And hopefully, she's like me, and she grew to look back and regret that, and not just continue to be a fucking dick. Because if she did, I can't be her friend anymore. But you know, we make we all make mistakes as kids. We all fucking try to do things you know about peer pressure and you know all that stuff. But you know that's. That's what happens when you're a kid, and you hopefully grow and learn from it and become a better person for it. So yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's oh god, it feels project- good to get that off my chest. I feel I felt so bad about yeah. that for so long. No, that I mean, uh, hopefully uh, Chuck is listening at some point an hour in the future, and, and it relieves his mind as well. Hopefully, his sleepless <laughs> nights are ended. And uh, but no, I can definitely agree. I you know we've all projected, especially as kids, because I definitely did my fair share. Oh, there's girls around. Let's show off and do something yes! cool. Make make myself look cool in front of in front of them and backfire completely. And so yeah, so now hearing that, I can forgive Dina for her her bitchy ways toward uh, Donkey Lips. Because yes, I know you can tell a guy you're not interested, especially if he's coming on as strong as Donkey Lips is. But yeah, she, like I said, projection probably was her her definite downfall. You can tell he's a former geek and he just kind of like figured out yeah. that life isn't high school. High school isn't life. It's not all. It, it gets better. Yeah. Everything gets better. Geeks fucking thrive and the world turns on. So, you know, when you <laughs> think that everything is shit, just wait a little bit and see what happens. Yeah. So, for I sure. I like that episode. Yeah. And his brother, David Krimholtz, too. He's, I like that dude. All I think of when I see that guy is from 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> yes, exactly. When he goes, I have a dick <laughs> on my face, don't I? <laughs> uh, I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> That's all I fucking think of when I see that guy. I can't, I can't help it. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, we, I think we, yeah, we, uh, who's back the puns? We did an episode on that. And one of my favorite lines from that is when he's talking about, um, should you be drinking alcohol when you don't have a liver? What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good in that movie. I fucking love him in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> when I watched this, like I said, it was only a couple months ago. I was like, hey, it's that guy. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. Yeah, and then he, he was in yeah. a, uh, was a super bad as well with Martin Starr in that little cameo in the, He's in the also, having a fight. He's also the star of num. <laughs> He's the star of numbers, by the way. Yeah, f- fucking hate numbers. <laughs> <We> hate- <laughs> We're not here to do math. <laughs> what more do you want me to show you my math? I'm sorry. Are, are you the scientist or are you the kid that wanted to get laid? Yep. You know, Care Bears came out that year, too, since we're talking about inappropriate touching. <laughs> oh, I, I still have my Care Bear. I had from Popples. So Popples yeah, are like parent, the ripoff Care Bear. They got me a, uh, a Braveheart Lion. Remember, yes, remember the Care Bear yep. Cousins? Do the yeah, Care so Bear I had, I had count a down. Five, four, three, two, yep. one. Yeah. God, I love so, the Care Bears. Yeah, so they got me a uh, they they got me a Braveheart lion, and it was my best friend until my until my brother was born, and oh. when I was two 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 and a half. So that was my 
that was my friend and I still have it. I don't like sleep with it still, but my girls, like they, they take turns using it as one of their, their sleepy time friends. So Aww. I'll send you a picture of it. Please it's do. old. I mean, it's, it's 30 years old. It's th- or it's 30. How old is it? 31 Jesus, 30, and a half. 30. Wait, 33? 31 and a half we years old. We both suck at math crazy. This is not old. okay. <laughs> Yeah, no. we both hate. Thirty-two math years old. It's thirty-two years old. We're both thirty-four. We both love Jim. We both love Golden Girls. We both hate math. I think yeah, we're separated at birth. I don't care for math. It's true. It fucking sucks. <laughs> I hate math so much because yeah. it always makes me look stupid. So it's like it's just a mean bully. Math, you can go it's fuck off. That's true. Bradley, are you ready to take a journey back to nineteen ninety-nine? It's almost twenty years ago. <laughs> I think so. I was in uh, I was in year twelve in nineteen ninety nine. Sorry, twelfth grade. <laughs> you can say year twelve. Hold on, let me do math. <laughs> it was okay, math. It was... I was I was in year nine, nine or ten. Right, right. Something like that. I graduated in two thousand two. So figure okay, out yeah. yourselves, motherfuckers. When did you graduate? <laughs> yeah, ninety nine. That was a year of ninety nine. Oh like, shit! Sorry, okay, class so of ninety nine. Yeah. I'm three years behind you. So then I was a, whatever. Sophomore, yeah, we'll say sophomore. Like, like we said, we're not here to do math. We will never enjoy doing math or be good at math. There's one episode where there's some story that got really dark about KKK in St. Olaf. And it was like, I had to call um, somebody else in the room. like, did I just hear what I think I just heard? They're like, oh yeah, they were welcoming the new neighbor into town. <laughs> and they lit a cross on his lawn. And for some reason, he got real nervous. It's like, what the fuck did this show just do? St. Olaf is like... It's, it's fucking I, intense. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember oh, that. Oh, I will find yeah. the clip and show it to yeah, you. Like I said, like... <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> the shit Sounds great. <laughs> sounds awesome. Yeah. No, but like, again, 1985, it's 22 years ago. 1985, it's 22 years ago. Come on, what time <laughs> is it? It's uh, like 11.20 on a, on a Monday night for you. That's correct. Good job. You're so good at math. I'm going to just use you. You're going to be my lifeline whenever I need math done. Feel free. Send it through. As long as it's uh, nothing too complicated, I can do it in my head. Perfect. All right. Now, whenever I'm doing an episode of Rabbit Ears and I can't figure out math, I'm going to shoot you a quick message. Do it. (laughs) 13-hour time difference be damned. I will be on call. Perfect. Um, So what we're going to do instead of rehashing all that is... Take our snapshot of 2009, which is when Community aired. Paul, I, I'm going to not even pretend like I didn't troll you a little bit with some of the stuff I picked out on here. So we'll see <laughs> if you can pick it out. All right. Okay. <laughs> the TV shows that were big that year were Mad Men, Glee, Breaking Bad, Lost, which I trolled myself on that one. <laughs> Fucking uh, 30 Rock and Battlestar Galactica. Hmm. You're into the sci-fi. So did you watch Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, yeah, I did watch it. Uh, I did like it for the most part, but I thought it had a really awful, god-awful ending, so it kind of soured me a bit. I have not watched a single episode. That's one I'll get to eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. worth a watch, worth a watch, but it's one of those shows where there's just some episodes of complete duds, and you're like, ugh, I sat there and watched that whole thing for what? Well, see, because I'm not really a big fan. My three genres I'm not a huge fan of, generally speaking, and of course there's exceptions, are Westerns. Lost. Uh, lost and Lost. Yeah. No, I'm speaking generally. Fuck Lost. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm never... I, for, I, it gets mentioned on every fucking episode. I might do a compilation <laughs> of every episode of Rabbit Ears and pick out where Lost is mentioned. because Call it, it, call it the Lost Tapes. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, I've listened to a couple of your episodes, and you hit the good shows, so. I try, man. Sometimes I hit some obscure shit, like with Shin-Chan, and sometimes I hit just the, the stuff that's close to my heart. <laughs> and sometimes I let people like Nick and Justin tell me what they want to review, and I end up shitting all over their day, so <laughs> it happens. Uh, eventually, I got into Lost. I got into 24, both with my dad. Yeah, I know your feelings on Lost. You're an idiot. That's just the thing is, it's similar to like how much I'm going to bring up Nick from Epic Film Guys. It's similar to like how with him with Lost is that like he didn't really care about what was going on. He just wanted to see his friends interact with each other. You know, like his his TV friends interact with each other. And that's what it is with me on Buffy is even if it was a bad episode, I'm still seeing people that I really enjoy watching on screen interact with each other. And I'm still having a good time. So like nothing like even comes to mind for me that I didn't enjoy an episode. So, because they were all good. Well, the difference between this show and Lost is I actually like the characters on this show. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> so I, I know. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> You're such an asshole. But, but, I can't get through another episode without a Lost mention now. So, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I love I that. love Darkwing. You know, I, there's a there's a theme among your other co-hosts. Nickelodeon shows? All of you watch Nickelodeon shows and TGIF. And I feel like I feel like you on your episode of Lost. Like I I, <laughs> I, I hated every single one of the TGIF shows. If you want to watch a good episode of Community, watch that one cuz it's great. fucking great. They're great. And then they, they call back to it at the end of season 2 where they have a double episode paintball episode which are based on even westerns yeah so sergio leone's films and they're they're awesome as well and then i think even though it's that that episode that combo of episodes kind of trolls me because like i told you i don't like westerns and then it had freaking sawyer from lost in it (laughs) i was cringing a bit as i said that wondering if you would like it but and i saw your face and i'm like no i love it so it wasn't, yeah, definitely wasn't it. Although I do remember it was, watching it, was it on, on Free to Air TV. It was on Channel 7 just, yeah. after, just after or just before Lost or Desperate Housewives. Don't you say Lost. I don't know, but I didn't watch either of them, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it was, yeah, no, I don't like that show either. It's a horrible show. But I, it was on just before or just after one of those two. Because I was reading in the trivia that they came up with this show by combining Castaway and Survivor into, hey, let's make this show. And I was like, that's fucking brilliant. And then you've got Johnny Fairplay, a.k.a. Sawyer, over there stealing everybody's, like, medicine and shit, trying to make leverage. Like, it just paralleled so well. But then... How dare you compare Sawyer to Johnny fucking Fairplay? How is he not Johnny Fairplay? Johnny Fairplay is a piece of shit. That guy is, like... Belly lit. Sawyer? No, he's that one. Sawyer is a pretty big piece of shit in the first season. Yeah. In the first season, but he he, he definitely has you know, a great he, character arc throughout he, the show. He though. he makes up for it, and like yeah. I said, he's got nicknames for everyone, and it takes someone who's quick witted, you know, to come up with those names as well. So, and he's a he's a lady he's a ladies' man as well. He I can't romances. accept actually hating on uh, Sawyer and Juliet though, man. I, I fucking, fucking love hate Sawyer. Sawyer. And I hate Juliet Hell so much. Hell to the yes, man. Oh, I hate Juliet. Oof. She's so Do you late. hate love? Is that what it is, Ashley? Do you hate <laughs> fate, fate I do. And, and love? I, hate, I think and, I'm going to uh, replace uh, Nick as the, the biggest hater in the entire conversation. 
Fuck love. Fuck Juliet. Uh, fuck all of them. Fuck Ben. So wait. So damn. <laughs> is it? Is it just? It just got too weird for you. It's, actually, is it that got the thing? Too far fetched and too fake. It, it lost its authenticity. It's a fantasy. No, it's a fantasy show. It it's not science fiction. It's a fantasy. Like Nick said, it's rooted in authentic characters, and I felt like the characters lost their authenticity. I felt like the story lost its authenticity, and it just became such a parody of itself and became so Man. fucking ridiculous. I just couldn't. I couldn't relate to anybody anymore. Man. That's why Jack is my favorite character on the show. Ah! Because... Oh, yeah. Also, uh, I, you're, you're going to hate me for this, but I, I really like no, no, Lost no, no, as no, well. No. Uh, <laughs> I know um, I'm right on with uh, Epic Film Nick and uh, just Justin Winters. Uh, you suck. <laughs> and Lost is awesome. God damn it. <laughs> Bradley, we were doing so well. Now I have to hate you a little bit. <laughs> I've loved you for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry, but you're wrong. <laughs> I'm editing that out. Fuck you. <laughs> you Fair asshole. enough. Whatever. <laughs> Chris, where can we find Podfix Network stuff? Oh, I, I know. It's at podfixnetwork.com. I'm not, I'm not going to ever sound natural it? with that. Oh, that was all right. You do it. Go try it. Do it in a Chris voice. Do it in a Chris voice. <laughs> Hold on, I'll do it in my manly Stanley voice for Wayne. <clears throat> you <laughs> stop laughing. Sorry. <laughs> you can find Podfix stuff at podfixnetwork.com. Yeah, that's about as good as it gets. I usually do manly Stanley only when I'm sick. I can't do it with my natural voice. Paul, I'm going to need you to send me that sure. virus you've got, and then I can do Manly Stanley all day. <laughs> but anyways. Don't, don't forget, uh, you got to promote go you gotta promote Podfix Presents uh, on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Awesome do the, yeah, Podfix Network uh, puts out original content at Podfix Presents on iTunes and uh, Podbean. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. Check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com.